0: It's Wired, the Pistons Podcast, presented by Jeep. Here's your host, Matt Derry. Oh, how exciting is this, folks?
1: NBA Draft Week, and we got the draft coming up on Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Matt Derry with you. It is indeed the Pistons Podcast, Wired, presented to you by Jeep. And we're going to preview the draft with Rashad Phillips, noted NBA draft analyst. You see him all over the place, including on Fox Sports. He's going to join us momentarily. Pistons, of course, under new general manager Troy Weaver, will draft number 7 in Round 1, at least for right now, they are without a second-round pick. Let's talk to Rashad and really kind of break this draft down. Rashad, all-time leading scorer, of course, at the University of Detroit Mercy. Detroit guy, now making his home down in Florida, and he's been a busy man as of late. Rashad, great to talk to you.
0: Thanks for having me, Diesel. I'm, I'm excited. It's draft time. I mean, this is, you know, it's, it's, it's funny timing, but here we are. we finally here.
1: Crazy amounts of film that I'm sure you've watched on all of these kids, and here we are, the draft on, in mid-November certainly has got to be crazy. Do you think it's helped or hurt some of these prospects? Um, I think it's been a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, you got
0: the kids who are were borderline draftees, right? That didn't get a chance to really work out for teams and really show their value. So, I think I think it uh, I think it hurt in that regard, but um, it, it probably helped some other players in regards to just getting healthy, uh, getting their bodies back in shape, and, and 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 having a sound mind going into the NBA.
1: All right. So, how would you characterize this draft? Do you think it's strong? Do you think it's weak? Where, where do you where do you characterize it? You you've been looking at these for years.
0: I, I think this is a strong draft. I, I do. I, I think this is the draft of utility. I think this is where teams can find players that they can plug in to really contribute right away. So, uh, a lot of the, the previous years, uh, the draft hasn't been as deep as this one. But looking at these prospects, man, I'm I'm, I'm very intrigued to see. Um, a, a lot of the second-round picks. Um, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited.
1: Wow, strong draft. Yet there is no clear-cut number one. What What do you think about that? That's what. That's why I believe it's strong because it's it's so many
0: kids from top to bottom that could easily be the number one pick. I think there's variety. The think about going into a candy store and then you got, you got the now and you got the suckers. And you got, <laughs> that's what this draft is. So these GMs are walking in a candy store and they're like, wait, I want that. Well, wait a minute, I like that. That's that's the kind of draft that I look at this ass.
1: You can find Rashad's work at SportsTalk2319.com, Fox Sports NBA analyst and, and really a guy that has been everywhere over the last couple of years really making a name for himself looking at the draft he breaks down every prospect and you can check all of his work out on the website all right Rashad so you said kid in a candy store and a lot of items so at the top if you're shopping and your teams like Minnesota Golden State etc how do you see the first three falling in this first round
0: yeah, with Minnesota, obviously, if they don't trade the pick and, and and try to really make a push for Ben Simmons, I would I would take Lamelo Ball with the number one pick. Um, Golden State again, if they don't trade the pick, I'm looking at James Wiseman. I just believe you know his size and what Golden State needs right now. They don't need any more strength on the perimeter, but they they're 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 a little uh, limited, um, and, and and with their bigs with just Looney. And a couple of other younger guys, so I would go Wiseman, and then Charlotte at three. Um, I guess they would go with Anthony Edwards because you know he has he has the hype machine behind him. He's a big time scorer, so that's how one, two, three will shape out uh, in my opinion. Um, if I if I could if I was some type of fortune teller, and they didn't trade those picks.
1: Tell me about let's start talking about some players here. Tell me about Lamelo. I, I know you have a little bit of a connection there. And certainly yeah. with your former teammate, Jermaine Jackson, the former Piston, yeah. who has really worked a lot with this young man. There have been some concerns uh, in reports about how his interviews have gone. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this young man?
0: Uh, I think he's dynamic, you know, first of all. When you, you know, you look at the draft, just like NFL, you're always trying to find the, the superstar quarterback in the draft, you know. Uh, and I look at LaMelo Ball as being the Trevor Lawrence, the Joe Burrow of this draft. Um, yeah, he, he, he has some warts just like any other, you know, any other prospect in his draft. But when you, when you look at what he brings to the table, six foot six and a half, um, has dynamic ability. He plays with flair. Um, he's a ticket seller. Um, I just think that he, he can help, help the market in in a, in a, in a grand fashion way
1: seen some videos and some tape when he pulls up Rashad from like half court or 40 feet away. Now, you did you did that back in the day and some sometimes uh, got chastised for it, yet the shot went in. Uh if the shot doesn't go in, how would that play at the next level with, you know, all, social media and and everybody having a having a say.
0: I think I think when you draft a, a player like LaMelo Ball who has some dynamics. You, you got to live you got to live with some of the the plays that he that he that he does because again, like a superstar quarterback, you live with some of the risky throws. You live with some of that because they play with the flair. Players that have that type of style, they're going to make those type of mistakes, but more often than not, they're going to hit. I mean, like you mentioned, I did it a lot in college. I hit more times than I missed. So, I I'm gonna trust that LaMelo Will be able
1: to do the same thing. Rashad Phillips with us, NBA draft analyst. Uh, this is Wired, the Pistons podcast, brought to you by Jeep. Draft coming up here on Wednesday night at eight. The Pistons will draft number seven. You mentioned James Wiseman at two. This is a draft that has you know wings, lots of point guards, and we'll get into that. But here, here, here's the big that that uh might not necessarily be a guy that's stepping out shooting threes which is sort of a uh, an unknown uh, commodity now in the game in, in 2020 2021 there aren't the the classic bigs anymore what do you think yeah. about what do you think about that and him
0: well uh, the, the game is you know is it the evolution of the game is starting to get to where uh, you know it's spread and pace type of basketball um it's it's almost made the the back to the basket big it's extinct they're like dinosaurs um and but when you look at james wiseman you know matt watching them on film i just saw a lot of david robinson when he was at navy you know uh left-handed um terrific athlete can run the floor can catch lobs really good shot blocker plays with an extensive iq and, and and that just fits the golden state model you know uh High character kid is going to be a terrific locker room guy. So I, I just think that you can't miss um, with a player like Wiseman because he gives you a little bit of everything. He can knock down a fifteen to seventeen foot shot. He can play with his back to the basket a little bit, um, and he can put the ball on the floor. So again, he's a, he's a perfect fit um, for Go to State in my opinion.
1: What are your what's your take? You mentioned Anthony Edwards at three. He he could go one too. It's not like yeah. Uh, yeah. it's not like there's that big of a distinction between those three guys, right?
0: Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the, uh, the issue that I have with Anthony Edwards. I, I, I think that, um, you know, there wasn't a lot for me to see on tape in regards to being a dominant player. I mean, I, obviously he's young. He's a freshman. I, I don't expect freshmen to dominate. But I, there are some warts there that really stand out to me. Defensively, he, he, he doesn't really understand rotations yet. Yes, he's a great scorer. He's a great talent. Um, he's going to have to get his weight down a little bit. Um, I think there's other players in the draft that can do what he does um, that just don't have the platform that he has. You look at a Jemias Ramsey, you look at a Grant Riller, you know, a couple of other guys that are just as gifted or maybe better offensively, but definitely better on the defensive side of the ball. So I think it's a, it's a you're swinging for defenses when you draft Anthony Edwards. It could be a home run. Or you can strike out.
1: Shad, tell me about the point guards and the amount that there is a bevy of guys uh, available. uh, Who give me give me your favorite first? Man,
0: that's that's tough, man. Man, I'm gonna probably be a homer here, but I I, I'm gonna go Cassius Winston um, as as being my favorite guard point guard in the draft. But man, I love Trey Jones um ACC player of the year and defensive player of the year um Malachi Flynn from San Diego State is tremendous Kara Lewis is is really good um Tyrell Terry so I mean this is uh I mean you can really get a point guard in this draft but let's go back to Cassius Winston just yes terrific just a terrific IQ winner um knows how to play the game the right way terrific half court guard makes the right decision i just see a lot of like monte moores i just think Cassius is going to be a terrific second unit point guard um he's not going to blow you out of the waters uh, but he's not going to make the mistakes he's going to be highly efficient and i think he's a safe pick
1: yet mock drafts and we had matt babcock on last week right here on this show said he's a second round pick can you believe that
0: yeah, I, 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 I like that. I just think that I, this year, this draft, it really doesn't matter. Um, it's just about getting to the right situation. Um, you, there's going to be kids that go in the first round that, that will be in bad situations, and there's going to be kids that get drafted 49th that's going to be in good situations. So I think this holds true to a player like Hashes-Winston.
1: Wow, very interesting. You just and again, you mentioned being a homer. I mean, we've seen the kid so so long, going back to high school and, and his days as a as a UAD Jesuit cub. That I just think a lot of folks would say, "Wait a minute, he won the, you know, he was Big Ten Player of the Year and all these things, and 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 been to Final Fours. How do you take a kid like that in the second round? What? Why does he fall though? What, what 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 warts? I guess would be the reason why. Well, it's
0: it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of this. Uh, it's, it's about shiny toys, Matt. And a lot of times in the draft, teams are trying to find that Lamborghini. And instead of just grabbing the new minivan that has (laughs) great utility, it has the TVs in the back, it it gets you from A to B, a lot of teams fall in love with the Lamborghini. I think Cassius Winston is the old-fashioned minivan, and they feel like, well, if I got my pick of the litter, especially on the car lot, they're going to go with the Lamborghini first, but the minivan can get you there too.
1: All right. So you mentioned Lamelo Ball. If, if he were to go number one as a as a point guard, there are many that would say that the Pistons at seven could draft a point guard. They could draft just about draft just about anything. But who who would be the second best point guard on your list in terms of this draft?
0: Oh man, I would probably go Malachi Flynn from san diego state i think he's the best pick and roll guard in the draft uh, he reminds me so much of mike bibby when he was at arizona bibby went second in the draft overall i just think malachi is a true winner um he gets in your face he's a he's a he's a leader um he can make shots and i mean again anytime maybe i, I have a soft spot for mid-major point guards matt you know that um but anytime as a point guard you can compile wins at the mid major level, it says a lot about you as a leader and a winner because you carry more as a mid major point guard, opposed to, let's talk about uh, Nico Mannion or Cole Anthony, guys like that that play at bigger programs that don't have as much responsibility to win games. So I like Malachi Flynn.
1: Who in your mind do you think is better, uh, Kyra Lewis or or Killian Hayes?
0: Wow, that's a that's a tough one, Diesel. You put me on a spot. Sorry, <laughs> um, man. I, 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 they're different, right? Like, it's, I was almost asking, like, what do you want—the Benz or the BMW? Right? Like, <laughs> so, well, I, I, I'm going to go. Kara Lewis, I love his speed. I love his change of pace. Um, And and watching him at Alabama his freshman year, he was 17 years old playing college basketball, just love what he brings to the table. But Killian Hayes has a lot of D'Angelo Russell in him, who I'm a huge supporter of, highly skilled, uh, great change of pace, um, has some terrific footwork. So, again, you really can't go wrong. It's it's Benz or BMW, man. You give me the keys, I'm going to drive either one.
1: Rashad Phillips with us, sportstalk2319.com, Fox Sports, NBA a draft analyst. You'll see him all over the place over the next couple of days. We got him here on the podcast. Tell me about the wings and athletes out on the wing that that uh that are moving up here as as we get closer to Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I, I mean you got you got Denny Adva from you know Macab Tel Aviv who's a terrific, you know, six eight slashing high utility wing. I really like him. I see him going in the top five, maybe four to the Bulls. I have him going four um, to Chicago in my mock draft. Um, I I really love Patrick Williams out of Florida State. Um, I believe he could be a player that could end up um, in Detroit with you guys. I think he's a perfect fit with the Detroit Pistons and what he brings to the table. Um, Also uh, Isaac Okoro from Auburn, who's a, a, a defensive menace, um, that has some upside offensively another Florida State player devin vassell who's a terrific 80 Jones type of style of player and I mean, it's so many wings uh uh cassius Stanley from Duke it's really grown on me how um how energetic and 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 how athletic he plays the game in space I mean, I'm excited about this draft as you can tell Matt i'm i'm, I'm talking
1: to you like <laughs> Tell me about, you know, with Williams and Okoro, rim, rim protection, certainly something that once the Pistons dealt Andre Drummond last year that, yes. and certainly Christian Wood played well, but uh, that's something that, that could entice teams, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it could. You look at the big fella out of USC on, Ye- on Kongwu. Hope I didn't butcher that name. I got to get practice for, for my draft show. Um He's a terrific shot blocker. And uh, you got, you got Vernon Carey who slimmed down, but I think my, there's a kid, Daniel or out of Minnesota, who I really love his tape. Um, He's a terrific big. Uh, I I think he's going to have instant success and also precious um, from Memphis. This, this kid reminds me of Marcus Candy when he was at UMass. There's this is a deep draft, Matt. It's deep.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. You love this stuff and do it every day. I think the listeners are going to, I think the one thing that's going to be taken out of this draft is, you're right, I think in about a few years people are going to say, man, we got a pretty good player in that 2020 draft, but I just don't think, I think that there's so many fans that just don't know these names, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, it's it's really deep, man. I, I'm excited, like, I know I'm excited every year, but just Given the extensive time that we've had, I've been able to really take a deeper dive in these kids and learn their stories, and they're they're all just so unique.
1: What about being drafted November eighteenth and then going to training camp? At least for right now, that's the schedule. In early December, I mean, they're not going to have much time to do, and they're going to get right in. Do you think these kids are ready?
0: Well, this is why I said this is the this is this draft is 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 the draft of the upperclassmen. You, you look at guys like Obi Toppin, um, Elijah Hughes from Syracuse, uh, Killian Tilly from Gonzaga, Cassius Winston. These are all juniors and seniors. I believe being an upperclassman for the first time in a long time that uh, plays in their favor because these kids have more experience, they've played a little more, and they'll be ready to play right off the bat.
1: I was going to ask you about Obi. My goodness, did he come on a burst onto the scene last year, especially at Dayton, just thunder dunks, comparisons Man. to Ama- Amari Stoudemire and stuff. Yes. Do um, you, know, you think he's he's a lock for the top five? Does he does he fall a little bit?
0: Yeah. yeah I, I I look at Cleveland. Cleveland's in an interesting spot at five. Do they do they take Patrick Williams there? Do they go Obi Toppin because he's in their backyard? Um, he could go be, I, I want my Atlanta Hawks to take him at six. <laughs> so let me get that out there first. I have Atlanta taking him at six with my mock draft. Maybe that's just the biasness in me. Um, but again, he, he he's a top, he could, he could go two to Golden State and I wouldn't flinch. If, um,
1: if Trey Young would have been drafted by uh, a, 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 a church team, that would be your favorite team. I mean, it doesn't matter. What, <laughs> wherever he went, Rashad, you, uh, you, 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 you hitched your wagon to it. I, I, I give you credit for that. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. All right, buddy. So draft night, where will you be? How can folks find you and watch you? I know you're going to be very busy these next few days. Uh, give it a plug yeah
0: i have i have my own draft show it will I'll, it'll be in atlanta on suvtv.com um it'll be streaming on roku apple tv and all those other digital platforms um seven thirty wednesday i will also have my sports talk 2319 draft team alongside me Max max Manalkin, zach ramey King constable, kate constable and daryl LeBerry. um we're gonna have a tremendous time breaking down every single prospect, not just the lottery, not just the first round, but one through 60. I'll see you there, talk soon.
1: Hey, uh, real fast on Xavier Tillman, another uh, local guy, MSU guy, going to the draft. Where, where do you view him going?
0: Um, I have Xavier going in the second round, but this again, this is one of those things I talked about, Matt, where it's not about um where where you're drafted it's it's the team that takes you i have xavier going 44 to portland and i believe what he brings to the table is automatic double double he's a lunch pail hard hat guy uh uh understands it another mature guy senior you can plug and play him right away has the experience comes from the program that understands the, the landscape xavier tillman We'll we'll come off the bench and give you some valuable minutes.
1: Nobody knows these kids and these draft prospects better. He's worked some of them out. He's been around them. Rashad Phillips, the all-time leading scorer, of course, at the University of Detroit Mercy, giving us a couple of minutes here on the Pistons podcast, Wired. Rashad, great stuff. Thank you.
0: Always a pleasure, Matt. I appreciate you, brother.
1: There he is, Rashad Phillips, with us. Draft show. I should say a draft coming up Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We will certainly have some reaction to the Pistons draft at number 7. And if they move up to grab any other players in the second round or even in the first round, we will have that for you later on in the week right here on the podcast. Matt Derry saying so long. Enjoy the draft, everybody.